Aren't these people ill-equipped to be making decisions about how officers should be disciplined? Well, I think it's like any other profession. How can somebody go in and form an opinion on uh, whether it's a teacher or a nurse or what have you without having the experience and background and education in that given profession? I'm Bill Fian with another edition of Fact Check. Today I'm joined by Lacrosse Sheriff Jeff Wolf. Jeff's been active in the Lacrosse Sheriff's Department for the last 33 years. And recently, we've heard a lot in the news about the creation of a police oversight board in Lacrosse County government. And what I find really disturbing about this is the person who County Board Chair Monica Cruz named to chair this committee was Joella Stribel. And what did Joella Stribel have to say? Joella Stribel said, that all cops are bound to a system of violence and oppression, and police are obsolete. And so we take these comments, and, and we hear this coming from the person who's organizing this committee, and then we learn that there's not going to be any police oversight uh, in this committee at all. They're not even going to include people from law enforcement. So recently, there's been another county board meeting, and Sheriff Wolf, I understand that you were there to offer some input into what's happening with the creation of this board. So my first question to you is, does La Crosse County need a police oversight board? Well, thanks, Bill, for uh, the opportunity today. Um, um, Law enforcement is not opposed to making our profession better, and we will do what that takes, and we do that every day with training and policies and our response to calls and what have you. But um, to have some type of oversight board made up of citizens and really not identifying what the problem is and try to offer input on making changes to our profession, I think is a far-fetched idea. I think there's better ideas and opportunities for law enforcement to work with the community to overcome any issues that we have. We currently have a police and fire commission. They oversee the police in the city of La Crosse. You are the La Crosse County Sheriff. You were elected by the people of La Crosse County. And currently, ultimately, you're the person who would be responsible for deciding the the outcome of of any complaints that might come before the, the sheriff's department. So Tell me, how many complaints do you, would you say your department hears in an average year? Well, I would, uh, without looking at numbers, um, we get very few complaints against any of our staff. And we're proud of the fact, and it isn't just uh, my agency, but it's all the agencies in La Crosse County. And in general, the state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin is way ahead of the game when it comes to Um, police reform and our laws related to training and the academy and policies. Um, So we get very few complaints. We always investigate them. Uh, Quite frequently, it turns out that it was another agency. They weren't sure what agency they were filing a complaint about. But what have you, we look into it, and that is my job, and that is why the people elected me, and that is what the Constitution calls for and the laws of the state of Wisconsin, that the sheriff has the ultimate constitutional authority over his agency, and I consider it my job to make sure that um, we have the best of the best and hold people accountable for 
um, enforcing the laws and, and doing what the people of our community expect and enjoy their freedoms. But we get very few complaints, they're usually minor. Um, we have oversight within our agency on everything we do and review reports and, and squad car cameras and um, talk to people and find out what's going on. And we make sure that we run a well-oiled machine 365 days a year. And it's very difficult um, to do, but I'm confident that law enforcement in our community does provide oversight and are transparent with what is going on. So back to the question, do we need a committee to look at potential complaints? I'm, I'm not sure that the work is there. Right. So, so we're not hearing complaints as it relates to the La Crosse Sheriff's Department. Those are very infrequent right now is what I'm hearing you say. And one of the things that I think people probably don't have an awareness of is that this isn't just about creating a board that's going to provide oversight. They are looking at Madison, Wisconsin as a model, and that model would require the creation of a new department in county government. And the people that they're talking about that are going to uh, be working there, they're talking about having uh, a, a head of that department, investigators, analysts, a, a whole a whole lineup of people that would be working for county government that would have to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to handle what currently as you say is is a situation that doesn't produce very many complaints so i think that it's important for people to understand that this would require hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to create a new department in county government and recently i learned that steve doyle has said that he intends to vote for the creation of this police oversight board. So I can tell you as a former county supervisor, on many occasions, several occasions, the board voted a certain way on a, on a, uh, a, a resolution, and Steve Doyle would make a motion to reconsider, and then the entire board would flip and vote with Steve Doyle. So it, from my perspective, the fact that Steve Doyle has said that he intends to vote for the creation of this police oversight board tells me that this is going to happen. So now, were you at a meeting recently where they talked about sending this back to the Criminal Justice Management Council for people who may not be aware? The Criminal Justice Management Council includes representatives from the Sheriff's Department, La Crosse PD, public defenders, the DA's office, judges. So they're, they're talking about sending this back to that committee to to have them look further at exactly how this body would be created. What did you hear in that meeting about that? So there was discussion about the resolution before the county board to create this oversight committee, and Representative um, Doyle presented, and um, I respect everything that he said. He indicated that from his years of experience, he understands that you can't remedy a solution or mediate a solution if you don't have buy-in from and a willingness to resolve what's before them. And he indicated that he feels that law enforcement is being a target, that there is no buy-in, and he recommended that it go back to criminal justice, and he even offered that he would help mediate 
to identify what the problems are, how we can fix them within our community, what it would look like, and potentially redraft, amend, uh, present a new resolution, what have you, if we see that there is something that needs to be fixed and how we would go about it and then get buy-in from law enforcement um, to be part of this, whatever we call it in the future, whether it's an oversight committee or, or what have you. Um, he did his research. He talked to several people, including his constituents and law enforcement. And uh, in general, he was not in favor of the resolution that was before them. However, if Criminal Justice Management Council can come up with a solution that has buy-in from all parties involved, he wouldn't um, be opposed to reintroducing it before the county board. So one of the things that I just wanted to share with our listeners is the rationale provided in the Police Oversight Committee's report as to why an independent oversight policing board is necessary. And the number one reason is unjustified deadly force against civilians They're saying that that's a documented pattern in policing in the United States. And so what do you have to say about that? I can't recall very many instances in the last 25 years where there was deadly force used in La Crosse County. Isn't that really a huge stretch to say that that is the justification for creating this board? Yeah, I feel that um, creating this board was a knee-jerk reaction to the George Floyd situation. And um, I'll be the first to admit that it was uh, a bad officer and bad circumstances and totally uncalled for. Just because one person acts in this manner, law enforcement um, in general does not sign up to be that guy. And it is my job to take care of issues that we have um, yeah, I, I I just feel that, I mean, there's been very few cases of deadly force. Um, a couple that come to mind um, in the last 25 years, like you said, involved a carjacking with a kid in the backseat of a car, a situation where an uh, individual shot at a police officer, the officer returned fire, um, somebody pointed a gun at an officer, and they, so... They've all been investigated and cleared, and I don't see where there's a significant rise in use of deadly force in our community. Well, I have to agree with you. I, I think that deadly force or the use of force in general is, is an infrequent occurrence in our community. One of the things that the report says is that the greatest barrier is that most oversight boards do not have disciplinary authority, and they're actually looking for the ability to have subpoena powers to compel people to come and testify before this body. And not only would they compel people to testify, but they would actually have control over what measures were taken, let's say, against the La Crosse County Sheriff's Department. To me, that that sounds insane because who are these people? What is their expertise in law enforcement? Again, you're the sheriff in La Crosse County. You've been here for 33 years. Aren't these people ill-equipped to be making decisions about how officers should be disciplined? Well, I think it's like any other profession. How could somebody go in and form an opinion on uh, whether it's a teacher or a nurse or what have you without having the experience and background and education in that given profession? This oversight committee was originally formed to explore whether we need an oversight committee, but 
Um, the members were handpicked, and it was quite apparent that there were a number of individuals that were anti-law enforcement, which immediately caused um, law enforcement to not go along with the idea and ask questions, and uh, we felt like it was being forced down law enforcement's throats, and we pretty much said, let's see what the problems are, identify the problems. And I asked several months ago, what are the problems? Is it use of force or training or policy or procedure? And I was initially told all of them. But then over time, uh, they started focusing on complaints against law enforcement, and the narrative had changed. Um, so I said, well, let, let's look at the complaints. And I'm being told that uh, some people without voices in the community have complaints and are not sure how to file them and where to go and who they should talk to. And I'd, I'd personally like to meet them. I'd like to talk to them and understand what it is that they're complaining about so we can make improvements. But My question to you is, isn't it possible for us to address these types of concerns without creating a whole new government agency to do it? I'm not really sure what the original thought process from those that came up with the idea of an oversight committee, um, if they want to create a separate department and if it's uh, intended to oversee all the law enforcement agencies in the county or, or where they're going with it. But I think you're right. There can be education and maybe law enforcement can do better as far as a, a complaint process and transparency of how an investigation goes. But there's a lot of things involved with employee records and, and so forth that we'd have to look into, but I do think there can be some education, A, on what law enforcement really does and what we do on a daily basis, and, and B, if they have a complaint, how to file a complaint and who to contact. And personally, I don't, I don't think there's an issue with that. My email address is on our website. I, I get emails from constituents every day. Um, there are ways um, to obtain a complaint form. So we have numerous things in place, including policies and maybe education. Coming from the Criminal Justice Management Council can improve some of those things that they're asking for. Is there anything that you wanted to share with us today that you didn't get to? Uh, just that this was a difficult process and how it went about to be formed. It was formed after the George Floyd incident. Our county board chair sits on the Criminal Justice Management Council. She made the recommendation to form this study committee, um, and she sat on the study committee selecting the members of the committee, which had no participation from law enforcement. Eventually, the study committee made a recommendation it went to the executive committee, which is chaired by the county board chair. The resolution was brought forward to the executive committee and passed and then brought to the full county board, also chaired by the county board chairman. So I think the way the process was uh, brought up, what the intent was, uh, was something other than trying to make improvements in law enforcement. And I hope that uh, myself and the others on Criminal Justice Management Council can look through how the process went about and come up with a solution that we need. So the county board chairwoman, Monica Cruz, also sits on the Criminal Justice Management Council. She's the person who pushed to create this committee, and she's the person who appointed the members of the committee, who include Joella Stribel and her anti-police rhetoric, as well as Keontae Turner, who was arrested for soliciting prostitution, Sounds to me like Monica Cruz appointed a lot of people to this committee who had an anti-police bias. 
and I'll break some news here right now. The La Crosse County Republican Party has done a Freedom of Information Act request, and we have emails from Monica Cruz stating that only minorities and people of alternate sexual orientations can be appointed to this committee. No white heterosexual men need apply. That's perception that we have as well. Sheriff Jeff Wolf, thank you for your 33 years of service to our community and law enforcement. We're grateful that you came on today to share with us your insights on the creation of this police oversight board. I hope you'll come back and join us again in the future, and perhaps you can give us some more insight on how this situation continues to develop. I'm Bill Fian, and this is another edition of Fact Check. Find us on Facebook at Fact Check WIZM or subscribe to our podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts.